Welcome to the Dreamer to Entrepreneur podcast, a show designed to motivate and inspire women to stop sitting on the sidelines of life and finally take action towards accomplishing their dreams. Join us, Brittany Hughes and Amanda Benedict, as we share business advice, as well as our own experiences of starting and building a successful business while also juggling mom life. You'll also hear from other amazing women who bring their own message and advice to the show through inspiring interviews. It's all collaboration over competition here. Get ready to dream big, take action, and always show kindness. Let's dive in. It's kind of a twofold one. So if you have not started your business yet, go start it. And second, if you have and you are feeling those lows, you just got to keep going. You just have to keep going. You have to persevere Mm -hmm. because it will pay off. And I learned this a while ago that typically your reward, if you will, of all of your hard work is roughly about three months behind you. So put in the work and Mm -hmm. in three months, you'll start to actually see those results. And I've Mm -hmm. actually seen that multiple times in my business um, where I put in the work and put in the work and put in the work. And then all of a sudden in three months, I have all of this. I'm like, where did this come from? It's because I was consistent and I kept going and I knew that this was going to pay off. So start your business if you haven't yet. And if you have, just keep going because it will, it's going to blow up overnight. I feel like it happens to every single online business owner. All of a sudden Mm -hmm. they have too much to handle. (laughs) Just keep going. Honestly, when you first start, you don't need a website. Your portfolio is perfectly fine. I think once you've found your specific niche, you know, you might try different avenues at first. Like you were saying, you tried Pinterest management and then, you know, then you got into the podcast management. If you had made a website right off the bat, you would have had to totally scrap that and start over. So once you know what you're trying to focus on and you're making, I think, consistent money to put in that investment into creating a website, then you should take the leap and make that website for a service provider. Now, if you're a product-based business selling either like physical items or digital items, creating your website storefront is going to be crucial to get eyes on your product. So it's going to give you somewhere to send your potential clients. So I think product-based businesses should do it pretty darn quickly. For me, I feel like We hear like celebrate small wins, be in the moment, don't wait for tomorrow for your happiness, all these things. And like, it's hard. It's hard to do those things. And I think the biggest advice that I would have is like, don't compare your middle to someone else's end. Mm -hmm. Like stop looking at life or your business as like this timeline of like sequential events that like, oh, this should be, but just embrace like where you are and what's actually happening and the changes and all the different things. But it's easy to see everybody's, you know, highlight reel on mm-hmm. social media and forget that like there's real people going through some real shit. <laughs> like, yeah. There's, oh yeah. It's messy and life is messy. Business is messy, but like wherever you are right now, that's enough. And just keep working towards those things without comparing like mm-hmm. everybody else's timeline to yours. It's okay if things happen sooner or later for you than somebody else. Well, Okay, so this was a quote that I put on my portfolio when I was first starting out. And I had to learn what a portfolio was because I only knew about resumes. The quote is, everything is figureoutable. 
And figure outable might not be a real word, but it is to me, whether it's in life, whether it's in business, whether it's in motherhood. I mean, we have been going through a season with our four-year-old where, you know, we're really trying to work on discipline and his listening skills and things like that. It it's hard, but it's figure outable. You know, like I am constantly looking up stuff online to try to help him, talking with his teachers. Same thing with business. You know, I might be trying to learn a new thing in business and I have no idea what I'm doing, but I can figure it out. So I think that's just something that I know I live by and can be beneficial to anyone. Okay. So I use this almost daily and I can't take credit for it. In the beginning, I got a business coach. She was great. Her name is Taryn. And she told me. We love Taryn. Oh my God, isn't she the greatest? Yeah, the best. I saw her at Southern Charm. I like to snatch her out of the yeah. aisle. Yeah. didn't see me. She walked by. I was like, Karen. She was like, oh, hey. Anyway, the, one of the things that she told me that it has stuck with me, and I still to this day, is that you can do anything, but you cannot do everything. Oh, yes. And That is huge for me because I like to control a lot of the facets of my business and I want it to be in my hands and my hands only. You know what I mean? And I had to learn very quickly. You need to farm some stuff out. You need to figure out some different ways. You need to grow this community. You need to find other small businesses to connect with because yes, you can do it, but let it go. If it's causing you stress, let it go. Give it to somebody else. I mean, especially if you can afford it, give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that that is my, and, you know, probably to second that behind my own would be that uh, a piece of advice I would give it. Don't be afraid to take that risk. Just just do it. Just do it. It's, you can talk about it all day long, but just do it. Because it's, I promise you, you will not regret it. And if it doesn't work out, then that's okay. At least you tried. I was about to say something super cheesy of just follow your heart, but I'll reframe that too. (laughs) Um, And it's actually the like tagline for Wayfair, but I feel like it's my tagline for business, for life, for everything. And it's where the heart leads results will follow. And I think that's what got me here today, I guess, because going all the way back to the beginning, you know, my husband called me in class and was like, hey, you want to get married and move to Australia? And I just immediately said yes, because in my heart, I just knew, I mean, we had no idea where we were going to live or like what life was going to be like. We didn't know anything. It was a high risk situation. And I feel like our parents thought we were crazy. (laughs) But I think in my gut, in my heart, I just knew like, I need to do this. And it the whole time, I don't think I really even second guessed it. I just knew that I was supposed to do it. And so... Yeah, I think my advice is to just listen to that feeling. It's going to lead you where you're supposed to be eventually. (laughs) Maybe you won't (laughs) feel like it immediately, but eventually, yeah, results will follow. Yeah, I mean, I think my one advice is like, if you have, if you're passionate and have an idea and you want it to make it in the light, like go for it. Like, don't, don't feel like, I feel like there's so many things, there's so many voices, there's so many things that tell us you can't do this, you can't do that, like, you can do it, and I've learned that I can do things, and I, you know, it's been really fun. <laughs> if I could also do a mother's, if you're a mom, and you're running a business, and you have, 
lots of voices telling you, you know, if you can breastfeed or not breastfeed or, you know, sleep trained or not sleep trained, like all those things that, you know, they can serve people well, but like, don't stress if they don't work out for you. It's, it's, it's like, some of the things can be hard to acknowledge that maybe you can't breastfeed. Like I wasn't able to breastfeed, but it's okay to put your baby on formula. It's okay if your baby isn't on a strict sleep schedule. It's okay. Like, it's okay. People have preferences and it's okay to have your own preferences and be aware of what works for you. Uh-huh. So, so that, I think that's like, I wish someone had told me that when I had a child or, you know, before having a child, because you won't know until what works for you until you have a kid. I think when it comes to, I think it's for anything, but it's something I learned in therapy and it's don't believe everything you think. So mm-hmm. one thing that I've just been constantly challenged by the universe is I'm not super religious, but there's definitely like a, the universe is always trying to teach me something, whatever that is. Yeah. And one of my friends is like very spiritual and she's like, well, the, the universe is just going to keep trying to teach you the same lesson until you learn it over and over and over and over. I've had lots of lessons about control and things like that over the years. But that's, I think, when like the journaling comes in really handy because you can start to see patterns and things like that. But, and of course I don't do it enough, but there's something about that saying, like, don't believe everything you think that I think can create such an open-minded and compassionate viewpoint, not only when dealing with other people, but also in dealing with yourself. And my therapist recommended Tara Brock. I don't know if you guys have heard of her, but (laughs) she has this, like, but she's, I think she's kind of like a big deal in like the psychological, spiritual movement, but she talks about radical compassion. So like about how trusting and forgiving yourself for things that you've been through can like open all these doors. And so both of those things together, she has like meditations and stuff that you can do if you're into that kind of thing. But it's not, it's not normally my cup of tea to be like super crunchy, crunchy granola, but <laughs> it was something that I found really impactful during really hard times that we talked about so deeply today. But there's just something about being able to look at yourself in a way that is humble and kind and to forgive yourself and how that makes you like we're as an entrepreneur, we're a leader, whether we like it or not. So being mm-hmm. able to embrace that and also turn that same lens into others, I think can create really authentic connections and it keeps you in a constant state of questioning, which I think is sometimes I like to not question. And so I have to be aware of like, I think I'm going to ignore that. I just saw that, and move on. <laughs> <laughs> but not attaching yourself to those beliefs can be a really powerful or the things that you think is it's been really powerful for me, especially in conflict resolution. And, you know, part of our job is to make sure that we can navigate those things. So it's been a game changer and I come back to it all the time, even though it's been years since I was originally first told that. It really stuck with me. I got to tell my therapist, Bonnie, because I haven't talked to her in a while. I graduated therapy last September. Oh, look at <laughs> I know. I need to get back in there. Um, but, <laughs> but it really sticks with me. I think about it all the time. So when you asked that question, it was like the first thing that popped up and it's been really powerful. And, and mm-hmm. when you're leading people, you have to be able to take a look at yourself too. I have a, a post-it note by my desk right now of just a bunch of different things that I, I read each morning. And one of them is face the thing you're avoiding. Mm-hmm. And that is so convicting for me. And there's a book out there called Eat That Frog. And the the concept is do the hardest thing in the morning. The first thing you do, make it the hardest thing that you do. I, I don't personally do that. <laughs> but But this is the same vein of like, 
you've got to do the thing that you're avoiding. And this is actually like a daily practice for me is, you know, you're doing all your like even even when you're a brand new business owner, you're like, okay, I'm going to tweak my my IG profile description again. Like, okay, is that the thing? It's probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what is it that you're avoiding that you need to do? And also, why are you avoiding it? Sometimes there's like, there's some personal development stuff that needs to happen mm-hmm. for you to get to that next level. But also sometimes it's like, you just feel like the task is going to be really hard and it's not. You know, there's certain things I do every single week that I uh, that I avoid every single week. <laughs> yeah. And I, I have to try to remind myself, once you get going, you, it's going to be fine. You're going to get this done in like 20 minutes. So don't spend an hour avoiding it. Just just get it done. I had two C-sections. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Usually like Rough. in really good shape athletically. But now I was like, whoa, this is not the shape. And something about my body, I just, there's a certain type of like you're feeling and then I was like, yeah. all right, I'm going to show up consistently. I'm going to work out consistently. And I did the app. App doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, you You think I'm disciplined, right? You would assume that I'm, an app would work for me. <laughs> no, that's not, not consistent. Uh-huh. And then going to the gym, my husband's like, had to be like, hey, I'm going to the gym. Why don't you get your workout clothes? Going to the gym, having gym membership. That didn't work out either. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. This is just me. I know I need people. Yeah. So then I signed up for these classes that were like so easy. Like you see, like um, just really amazing older warriors that are in their nineties. I'm like, I wish I was doing that. Yeah, like, yeah. Just do this. Like this is where I'm the level. At least I'm there. Yeah. You know? Then yeah. I moved to these other classes, and then I became consistent. But I was like, I'm going to show up. I couldn't even hold a plank for like. 10 seconds. Uh-huh. I was like, no, this is so bad. But instead of saying that, I'm like, I'm just going to show up, show up, show up. I'm practically back. And it's awesome. So yeah. now when people look at me, they don't, they're like, oh, she was athletic. No, don't assume uh-huh. that like I didn't have my journey. And yeah, also, like, yeah. you would think I would know, I, I knew exactly what to do. Once I got to a level of like, oh, I saw consistency because I kept showing up. By the way, the scale didn't show it, but I just kept on. And I think that's what <laughs> I didn't do it based on the scale, my measurement. I said, yeah. showing up. And if I could just lift my kids up without like straining myself, that uh-huh. was a win. And yeah, then yeah. all I wanted to do was hold a plank for one minute. See, it was simple. And so I had it like, if I could hold it for 30 seconds, oh, great. This consistency is working. Yeah. So I, everybody remember that, like when you look at someone, they're like, oh yeah, they can bounce back. No, they've been through their own journey. Yeah. Yes. Also, yeah. I do have levels of mindset that I've worked on for years and years of athletic where I could have just never bounced back. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if it was, if I didn't have it, let's say this is after the two C-sections, I wasn't able to get myself going. I would have created a group around me of mm-hmm. other people who wanted just as much and reminding them it's not about the look it's just feeling healthy for your kids i want to chase after my kids thank you for listening to our mommy show please subscribe and share with all your friends see you in two weeks have a good day